Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into the Nun Report. It's always great to come back from a weekend, and um, I, had a, I had a show planned out. I had an outline done. I was I was uh, had all my resources in place, and then bam, bombshell dropped. Uh, Tucker Carlson has been freed from his chains. Okay, he has been freed from Fox News. He's now uh, free to move about the country and speak about what he wants wherever he wants and answerable to nobody. So I think that's a good thing. We're going to talk about that, of course, because while it is, I mean, it's a news guy. You know, a talking head, some would say it is big news. It is a, a huge story, actually, considering he was the number one uh, cable news show on the air right now. And I think Fox has uh, made a decision to move a certain direction. And I think that they're going to pay for that. It's up to us to make sure that they do. We're going to talk about uh, how the what I see as the end game of the whole, you know, the whole trans trans Tifa and, and, and the trans activism thing. The, the massive increase in all of a sudden, oh, transgenderism is the thing. It's like this hip thing and, and, and what not to do when you can't deal with your own issues internally, when you can't face your own problems, then you run from them and try to become something that you're not. I think the end game is going to involve something much more sinister and much deeper, and that is uh, the acceptance and, well, the promotion and acceptance of pedophilia. So we're going we're gonna to take a look at that. Real quick, we'll take a look at the Ray Epps story because that kind of went over the weekend as far as um, the 60 Minutes interview, which was a complete joke. It was a uh, soft-pedaled, softball, uh, meatball sandwich that they're trying to feed everybody, and I don't think anybody's buying it except for their base. You know, so that's fine. You're not going to change their minds anyway. But they certainly didn't uh, convince anybody that Ray Epps was not, maybe he's not a fed. But he certainly was part of the problem on January 6th, that's for certain. So, hey, hey, if you're just uh, if you're just listening on a podcast, I'm on all the podcast channels at The Nun Report. You can check me out on Rumble, and please subscribe. Please, it's free. Follow me for free on rumble.com slash The Nun Report. I'd really appreciate it. You can also catch me on Twitter and Facebook at The Nun Report. If you could give me a follow there, that'd be great. It's always good to have the numbers up. It increases the algorithms and gets more exposure. And I think that uh, we need as much exposure, not me personally, but people of like mind, patriots need as much exposure as possible, and then we need to help each other out. So that's how you can help me out. Make sure to uh, hit the hit the follow and hit the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything to support a fellow patriot. All right, let's get going. Uh, Tucker Carlson leaves Fox News, and that's a, that's a big deal, but you know, I guess it's not really surprising if you look at the direction Fox has been going and what they've been doing. First, they got rid of Dan Bongino. I mean, Laura Trump first and then Dan Bongino and now Tucker Carlson. It's all occurred after they, they, uh, uh, you know, settled for almost $800 million on the Dominion lawsuit. I'm still not sure why they settled that. It's interesting that they did, uh, but what they don't see the, the thing with Tucker Carlson is he, he is bigger than the Fox news program. He has become a, a national icon of the right and of truth, and and he's entertaining too in his delivery. So you, he doesn't have, he doesn't need Fox News. The guy, he could retire right now if he wanted to. I would assume he has, he has. I mean, his net worth is a lot. I didn't look it up. I should have fail on my part, but it's a lot. But now he can. He does, so he doesn't need Fox News. But Fox News needed him. What are they going to do? 
with the eight o'clock hour? What are they going to do? Well, they're going to put rotating hosts there until they figure out what to do. Maybe they'll hire Don Lemon. I guess he got fired from CNN. They should bring him on over to fill the primetime hour. So I look at this as a, um, obviously we don't know the circumstances. We don't know exactly what happened. We can, we can guess, we can uh, offer our opinions and the truth may or may not ever come out. I imagine at some point Tucker Carlson will have a statement. Fox news did have a statement and this is what they had to say. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson part ways. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Who do you think is going to be the, the new primetime host over there? on Fox. I don't see how they can do any better than, than Tucker. And, and I got to ask, is it time to boycott Fox News? I mean, to some extent, that's going to naturally occur anyway, right? Because I think a lot of people tuned into Fox, myself included. I, I, all right. I don't, first of all, I don't have cable TV in my house. I don't have satellite. I don't have anything. We have no access. I find all of my stuff on the internet. I, I search it out myself. I subscribe to certain things. Uh, I don't have uh, anything coming through our, our idiot box here in the house. So, but I did watch his opens all the time and, and on YouTube, on, on the Fox channel. And so I think there's going to be a, a natural occurrence of boycotting because I think a lot of people like me tuned into Fox basically for one or two shows. We like to watch Tucker Carlson, maybe Bongino on Saturdays, by the way, also their number one Saturday show and they got rid of him too. And so I don't, I don't think it's, but, but should we boycott more? I mean, Fox is a massive organization and we could look at things that they have and things that they own and things they produce and that they back and we can, we can boycott them just like we boycotted Bud Light. And I, I think we should. I think that's a, a good question to ask. I think it's something we should show. In fact, and I didn't pull it up, uh, but there's Fox, their, their stock, it, was, it, was, it went down a lot. Went down like two or three percent as soon as the news broke of Tucker Carlson leaving. That's how valuable he is. It's unusual that they would let their primary draw, their largest draw, any for any network actually, um, go like that. So, but he's free, and wherever he ends up, he's going to be successful, right? I think that Tucker Carlson, he could start a podcast and he would become bigger than Joe Rogan. I think that he can go to, he's going to get so many offers anywhere he wants. He can have his choice. He may not get the same money that Fox was doing out, and maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should just do his own thing and be answerable to no one except for his listeners and himself. And that might be the best thing. And then the other question I have is who, who really, or who has control of the J6 files? Okay. Because McCarthy gave them my understanding was, and it was promoted, that he gave them to Tucker Carlson. So who has possession and who owns the rights to them? Is it Tucker Carlson or is it Fox News? And if it's Tucker Carlson, now he can go ahead and say what he wants about him. Notice how as he put out that one show and then a kind of a short follow-up. He had you know 40,000 hours of video and then it just stopped. Silence. And I'm sure there were conversations behind the scene, but we know that Fox News put a lid on it because they were getting pressured from the deep state 
from people like Chuck Schumer. And because re remember this, remember when the when McCarthy let the J6 footage go out to Tucker Carlson, this is how uh, Schumer responded. These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such opprobrium, but because our democracy depends on So by showing actual video footage that is factual, it's not made up, it's not, it's not fake, it's not a deep fake, by showing actual video, you've slimed the truth. I bet he slimed his pants once or twice. <sighs> Disgusting. And then just recently, we had this. And so you have to ask yourself, who is Fox News answerable to? Are they just a deep state um, puppet, just like the rest of them? They're only better at disguising it. Because our, your favorite bartender and mine, who belongs serving martinis versus making policy, had this to say just recently. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence. Very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Jen Pisaki from, uh, has become basically the White House press secretary uh, mobile now since... Queen Jean-Pierre can't do it. So Jen Pisaki is working for MSNBC. She's going around uh, playing cover for the administration. But AOC also calls for Tucker Carlson to be fired. And then Dominion, they settle with Dominion. And all of a sudden, oh, guess what? These guys are fired. And, or maybe not fired. Maybe that's the wrong word. But they couldn't come to a contract negotiation or a settlement in the case of Dan Bongino, but companies have a way of doing this. They're like, okay, well, we don't want this guy around anymore, so we're going to offer him a, a you know, contract terms that we know he will absolutely not agree with. So in essence, it, 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 they say that it's an amicable breakup, that, that they both agreed they couldn't come to terms, but the person setting the terms and who needs to negotiate the terms is the employer, and they can put terms out that you simply don't like. You go to your job and they say, you know what? We're going to keep you on, but we're going to cut your pay by 30%. What do you say? I think most people would say no to that, right? So what are the, um, the hosts that are left? How are they responding to this? And is it the purpose, of course, to by, look, no one is too big. We just got rid of our two biggest guys, Mongino and Carlson. So get in line and do what we do, or you can be gone too. Nobody is safe. That's not a great working environment. It's a horrible, horrible working environment. It doesn't motivate people. Ruling by uh, authoritarian manners and threat is how you destroy a business. I don't care what size of business it is. I don't care if it's a mom and pop store on your street corner or if it's a massive construction company, or if it's a huge media conglomerate. You try to rule your company by intimidation and threat to your employees. You will lose. The business will eventually lose. And it's interesting that, that they're choosing 
to punch holes in their ship that's already kind of sinking, right? I'll watch Tucker wherever he ends up. And I think a lot of other people will too. But the thing is, we don't need Fox News. We don't even need, we don't need any of the regular news channels. Twitter is a great news source. You can find pretty much anything you want. If you are willing to search throughout Twitter and become active and find your own news sources, go to some podcast sites, subscribe to some podcasts and follow some podcasts, whether it's on Rumble or anywhere else. You don't need Fox. You don't need CNN. You don't need MSNBC, CBS, NBC, or any other alphabet. And we're going to talk about LBGTQ++ later too. We don't need that alphabet either. So that's my take on it. That's where I'm coming from. I think if you want to find uh, news on your own, if you're willing to do a little bit of research, you can use keywords on Twitter. You can go ahead and find them. You can see what's trending. You can... Discover news on your own. You can go to Rumble. You can go to YouTube for that matter. I'm not, I don't use YouTube, but you can go there uh, and, and find podcasters that you enjoy. And all of us are also on Apple or, or Spotify, Google. There's no shortage of information out there. And I think that these, these big networks are going to find that out as more and more people discover that, you know what, we don't need you deciding for us what we're going to be exposed to, we can go find information on our own, make up our own minds. Before we move on to the next topic here, I, I want to, I do want to play just the last couple of minutes of last Friday's episode of Tucker Carlson tonight. It's the final episode. It's interesting how it ends. I don't think, uh, I mean, I don't think Tucker was surprised that this happened, but I do think he, he, um, he didn't expect it to happen. He says he's going to come back Monday at the end of this. But it's interesting. Here's his final segment, the final segment of the final episode of Tucker Carlson Tonight on Fox. Check it out. Tonight, we interviewed a heroic pizza delivery man called Tyler Morrell. And ever conscious of the opportunity to use our job to get free food, we thought, we'd like to taste your pizza. Tyler Morrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. <laughs> It is so great to meet you in person. A couple Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's, established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Uh, Aston, Pennsylvania, and Delaware County. Delaware County, yep. best part of the state. I think Ooh, we have a special cheese pies. We have a special pie for you okay. here. Here's Tucker's pie. So I am, as you can likely tell, a pizza aficionado. I was a pizza delivery boy for two years. Is it years. warm at all? Yeah, it's totally <laughs> warm. These warmers are just like one of the great wonders of science. We're going to, this is sausage that sausage and uh, pineapple. pineapple. And really quick, as a pizza professional, do you look down on this order? Is this I do. I think <laughs> that. I, I consider a criminal. <laughs> I knew you did. I used, to, I used to deliver pizzas and calzones. I considered it immoral, but I delivered them anyway. It's actually still job. hot. It's actually still hot. <laughs> All the way from It's Philly. so good. It's unbelievable. And All you're the way from how was your leg, by the way? Your leg was injured by the fleeing arm, the car thief. It's got a bone bruise on it. Down here. Oh, damn, I can see it. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. Were your family and friends impressed by what you did? They were. They're actually here with me today. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, once I've stuffed myself on your pineapple and sausage, and you're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. <laughs> um, I'm going to go meet them. Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're going to we're just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell, 
of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. By the way, the entire episode of Let Them Eat Bugs, not quite as good as pizza, streaming now on Fox Nation. Use the promo code ORIGINALS for 30 days free. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend with the ones that you love, and we'll see you then. Mm. And that's all she wrote. We love you, Tucker. No matter where you end up, if you continue on in media, which I cannot imagine you not continuing on in a large way, uh, we'll be there. And you know that. You know that you're going to be able to write your own ticket now, and you're going to be able to do it without a boss, without a partner, and you answer to nobody except yourself and your audience. Can't get much better than that. I mean, that's that's real. That's real freedom there, right? So, um, I did want to jump into the to the Ray Epstein thing here just a little bit, or Ray Epps, Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. He didn't kill himself, by the way. But um, so Ray Epps, <laughs> I think I've slipped Epstein a couple of times in there. Anyway, Ray Epps, who has been well known as an instigator on J6, according to videos, and he was called out lots of times for it. Well, 60 Minutes decided to have him on. They did a softball interview with him and, and gave him some meatballs to chew on. And his answer was, well, you know, I did some stupid things. I'm not going to stay on this topic for too long because I think it's been beat to death and I think that 60 Minutes is hardly worth covering at all because they did a horrible, horrible interview that doesn't really deserve a lot of attention. And I'm going to demonstrate why right here. Check it out. To summon the crowd, Epps seemed so over the top, he must have been a government agent, a Fed sent to entrap them. When you said, we have to go into the Capitol, we have to go into the Capitol, what were you thinking? I said some stupid things. My thought process, we surround the Capitol, we get all the people there. I mean, I had, I had problems with the election. It was my duty as an American to peacefully protest along with anybody else that wanted to. The next morning, January 6th, Epps was out by the Washington Monument, still focused on a single goal. And that was it. But hey, it's all right. He said some stupid things. You know who else says some stupid things and has done some stupid things? How about this guy? And I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things. You certainly have. Thanks for piping in there, uh, President Biden. And that was it. That was about as hard as they pressed. They showed those videos of him. And then the rest of it was all about covering for him and saying how he was trying to. And there was... There was some body cam footage, police body cam footage of him saying, look, our fight's not with the police. Our fight's not with the police. Don't be violent against the police. You know, make sure you're not doing that. So there was some of that. But for two days, he was riling up the crowd and instigating the crowd to charge the Capitol, not only to go to the Capitol, but to go inside of it. That's like saying, oh, um, yeah, you know, I told this person to go kill somebody. And when they actually did, uh, oh, I didn't mean to. 
there's lots of ways you could you could make an example of that, but it doesn't excuse. So what if you went to the Capitol and said, "Oh no, we don't. Our fight's not with the police. We don't. We need to do this peacefully." That's not what he was doing for two days. On the fifth and the sixth, he was encouraging people to not only go to the Capitol, but to also go inside the Capitol and take care of. It. Of course, some people like Adam Kissinger hashtag fella. Whatever the hell that means. Anyway, he uh, he took issue with it, of course. And Tom, because Thomas Massey had tweeted, Ray Epps is the only person I've seen on video January 5th and 6th urging and directing people to go into the Capitol. And that's true. He also sent a text message bragging that he orchestrated the whole thing. Also true. These are factual things. These are on video. They're, this is These are things that actually happened. And if you say that these things actually happened, as Tucker Carlson did, apparently that's not good. And the deep state's going to get you out. Adam Kissinger quote tweeted that. He said, I hope he sues you. You have ruined a man's life who trusted you. You're a sick man. Well, what are you going to sue him for? For showing video of him saying the things that he said? You're going to sue him for pointing out that, hey, this person was there and this is what they said and th- what they did. But Adam Kissinger, man, that guy is a complete, complete moron, right? He also says that, he said Rand Paul is one of the most frightening men in politics. So normally he said that, so he said that Massey is a horrible man. And then he says that Ron Paul is the most frightening men in politics. I quote tweeted that. I said, at least he's a man. More than could be said for Adam, because all Adam does is this. Here's Adam as a man. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and uh, thank you to my colleagues on the committee. Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected a day to be quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though, You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad bad days. How we take accountability. (laughs) Oh, poor baby. What a drama queen, man. Unbelievable. And he knew he wasn't going to get elected, which is why he didn't run. And now he's trying to remain relevant by uh, bouncing tweets out, you know, 30 times a minute, thinking that, that people really even care what he has to say anymore. You know, come on, pudge boy. He's just sitting around. He's probably just sitting around on his couch drinking beer and, and tweeting, thinking he's uh, he's making a difference. And of course he's not. All right, it's time for a little bit of weirdness today. We talk truth, freedom, and weirdness on The Nun Report. And uh, again, go to rumble.com slash The Nun Report. Please press the follow button. It's free. doesn't cost you anything, and it helps move the cause along. It helps move our cause as patriots and conservatives along. So make sure you do that. Um, 
Kamala Harris, man, she often makes my weird segment because she's she's freaking weird, right? She says and does a lot of strange things. Her behavior is very odd. She doesn't seem like she's very smart. And here she is just this past weekend. And, and Which was approved 20 years ago by the Federal Drug Administration. Let, let me play that again and see if you can catch that which was approved 20 years ago by the Federal Drug Administration. The Federal Drug Administration, she, she thinks the FDA doesn't stand for Food and Drug Administration. It's the Federal Drug Administration because, of course, the federal government has control over everything and should have control. I mean, the people are too stupid to take care of themselves and make their own decisions. They need the federal government to protect them from themselves. And it comes out when they say things like that. Now, here's a... Here's one I'm going to play just because I have no, if, if somebody can translate this and decipher what she's trying to say here with this word salad, please let me know. Send me a message because I'm confused. But it is also what we have to do to build up resilience, both in terms of infrastructure, as you might think of it in terms mm -hmm. of building, but also natural infrastructure. So bringing the natural habitat back and strengthening that, because you know, nature has given us some solutions to these issues. And so when we invest in growing and, and supporting nature and the natural um, elements um, that allow for resilience, we will cover a number of things, including Definitely. the extinction of species, as well as what we need to do to diminish and minimize the harm from extreme weather that conditions. What the hell is she talking about? I mean, seriously, what the hell is she talking about? I don't think she even knows what she's talking about. It's, uh, she, she thinks she's very profound. She thinks she's very forward thinking, and she thinks that you are a kindergartner, and she tries to explain things in the way that you might to a child. Because that's how she looks at her, her serfs and peasants, right? We're going to move along here now into a segment I'm calling Men, are, Men and Women Are Different, right? I think that anybody with a rational mind could sit there and say that men and women are different. It's one of those absolutes. It's kind of like uh, taxes and hand grenades. You know, those are the only things that, that, that count in close. But... Men are men and women are women. It's a biological fact. And whether you feel like something else or not is irrelevant. I think that in a large aspect, it is running from uh, things that are unpleasant in your life, whether they're uh, memories or things that you've grown up with or things that are current in your life. If you can just escape them, it's another form of escape. And it's also become kind of a popular fad among the younger, younger generations. And I mean Gen Z and younger and it leads to things like this, things that they never said it would, right? This all started with, oh, we need to accept gay people. Okay, we accepted you. Oh, we need to accept gay marriage. Okay, you can have gay marriage. And oh, no, now we need to accept uh, bisexuals and trans too. Um, okay. And now we need to not only accept them, we need to promote them and treat them in a way that's just not reality. Meanwhile, they're becoming more and more violent. They're the new Antifa, and this is happening worldwide. This is this is down in Peru. It's um, 
A 42-year-old transgender dressed as a schoolgirl arrested after taking photos of girls in a school restroom. A 42-year-old man who allegedly identified as transgender was arrested by police in Peru after he was caught dressing as a schoolgirl and filming inside the school's female restroom. In the U.S., just this last week, we had a 18-year-old male who went and showered with four freshmen in high school. So what is that, 15 years old? 14, 15 years old, freshman in high school. 18-year-old male just walked into the women's locker room and started showering with them. And he says, oh, it's okay, don't worry, I'm trans, as he's standing there with his junk hanging out. This is not acceptable behavior. It's not okay. And I don't think that a lot of gay people think it is either. Gays Against Groomers is an organization that is against this sort of thing. They say if gender-affirming surgeries aren't being performed on children, then what is the problem with states' ban on them? And I agree. So they say, oh, no, these surgeries aren't being performed on minors, and they should not be, but they are. And if, if, if they're not being performed on minors, then what's the point of being upset about states banning them until, until they're of age, of consent, like everything else, like smoking, like buying a firearm, like drinking, like joining the military, like entering into a contract, getting financing, that would fall under the contract category. That's not really what it's about. Tulsi Gabbard recently came up with a good, uh, good segment here, and it's it's right on my line. I, I like Tulsi. I, I don't know that she's. I think she's still a, a leftist to some extent. I think she's liberal and by nature, but she's certainly center, and she's come around on a lot of topics. She got chased out of her own party, and. Uh, this is what she had to say. According to uh, a research paper that was recently published to the Journal of the American Medical Association Pediatrics show that there has been a 389% increase in children receiving mastectomies from 2016 through 2019. I want to say that again. Children receiving mastectomies. The UCLA School of Law's Williams Institute published a study that found the number of transgender youth in America has doubled in just the past five years. And when you look at these statistics, you've got to realize that this is not an accident. This didn't just happen. This is very intentional, and it's the consequence of this radical agenda that is being pushed on our kids. They're rejecting the existence of objective reality by rejecting this most fundamental truth of the differences between a biological male and female. Now, even as there are no long-term studies on the effects of these dangerous treatments on our kids, those in power in government and so-called medical professionals continue to push them. Many of the standard protocols that they are pushing include puberty blockers and hormones, some of which were just recently flagged by the FDA because of their plausible link to serious brain disorder cognitive problems. Now that hasn't uh, stopped President Biden from going and telling parents that, quote, affirming your child's identity is one of the most powerful things you can do to keep them safe. What a bunch of LARPers they are. They just will do anything to have power and control and, and to keep people angry because stirring people's emotions and anger is a very strong emotion is how you get people to come out and vote. For you specifically, 
if you can make out all of those extreme MAGA Republicans to be evil, horrible people who are coming after your children and, and the old people and they want to get rid of Medicare and Social Security and all these other lies they've been telling since I was born and I'm 54 years old. And it's the same lie, different decade. And people keep falling for it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why, but think about that. A 389% increase in gender-affirming procedures in just the last five years. It used to be extremely rare. Transgenderism is not new. Neither is uh, being, uh, you know, drag, drag performances, drag queens. That's not new. This stuff has been around for decades, long time. It's been accepted for quite a while as well. But now they're not good enough just being who they are. They also want you to be like them. They're not okay with acceptance. They now want children to understand that they can be whoever they want as well. And there's no, without absolutes, we don't have a society. We can't even have law and order if we don't have some sort of moral absolutism that occurs. And this isn't even a moral absolute. In some senses it is. I don't believe you should be mutilating children. But it's a biological absolute. And it's being denied over and over again. And you see it. It's not unnormal for girls to be tomboys. It's not unnormal for little boys to dress in their mom's high heels or put dresses on. This is part of development and part of how, how humans grow up and explore themselves. They're just kids. They're having fun. This woman from age four to 12, I wore boy clothes, played boy sports and rejected all things girly. When my brother teased me for being a girl, I even said that when I got older, I would cut my boobs off. I was not transgender. I just idolized my brother. Thank God my parents were sane. And that's what you see is you see parents and teachers doing things that are um, just, just, Unbelievable, and it's almost like the cool kids club. Oh, look at my kid, they're transgender. Look at my kid. He, I knew they were transgender when they were just infants. Here's an example. Our daughter is 10 years old. Um, she started letting us know that um, she was transgender really before she could even speak. The Indiana parents say their son let them know he was a girl by wearing his sister's clothes or pretending the towel was his long. So because the little boy put on his sister's clothes before he could even speak, they determined, the parents determined that he wasn't a boy, he was actually a girl. And so at the age of 10, they're transitioning him. Destroying a life. If it goes to its ultimate end, who will never be able to have children. Women who have their boobs removed and have hysterectomies will never be able to have children and experience raising a family. And these people are not rational people. This person, a trans activist known as Tara, who threatened violence against women, has a series of sickening fetishes, including bestiality having sex with animals, according to his 18-plus account on Tumblr. He also discusses diaper play, dressing as a baby as a sexual fetish, and incest. 
He is currently under investigation by Leavenworth Police Department in Kansas, as well as the Kansas Bureau of Investigation. Why is he under investigation? Check this one out. I can legally carry a gun. So, legally, if I see a viable threat coming at me where I deem it a viable threat against my body or my life, I am perfectly legal to take that threat out. Keep that in mind when you try to make that mistake. And the day you deserve, Puddin' Pop. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up. Plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun. Learn how to use it efficiently. Through and through. So he's threatening to kill people, shoot them, if they object to a man going into a woman's bathroom. He's calling for other people uh, like him to arm up and get ready to kill people that don't agree with them. So I ask you, where is the real violence in this movement? Is it from those who just want, hey, just leave the kids alone. Do whatever the hell you want. I don't agree with it. I think there's some issues going on. But leave the children out of it. Or this guy who's threatening to kill people if he can't go into a woman's bathroom as a man. You tell me. I think I know. And as far as women's sports go, we've had this conversation over and over again. This is the volleyball player who got smashed in the face, who is still having headaches, still having vision problems. I really don't think that girls will want to play. The fear of what's happened to me happening to them, I feel that they will definitely stop some girls and women from participating in sports if this has continued to be allowed. That school, to their credit, has said they will not compete against the school that had the male or any other school that has a male on their team. They will forfeit those games versus competing against having their young ladies compete against males, and rightly so. I'm going to jump to uh, to the close here and... We've all seen the videos of the of the of the volleyball player getting smashed in the face. We've seen the male track people beating females uh, on the in races. We've seen the male people fighting, beating up women and smashing their skulls in the octagon in MMA fighting. But here's the ultimate goal. And consider this: this is about a one minute clip, and this should be concerning to anybody because. As we've gone from acceptance of gays to acceptance of gay marriage to acceptance of bi and trans to acceptance of now we're supposed to accept that drag shows can be done with children and that your children can also transition to an opposite sex. See, that it's a, it's a progression. And here's what I believe is the end game. Give this a listen. 
I've been sexually attracted to little girls for the past 60 years, but choose not to act on it. I'm typically attracted to girls age 6 to 12 when they're old enough to be able to be friendly with. I like them when they're more natural before they wear makeup and hit puberty. When I see a little girl, I sense that I'm attracted to her. I very rarely am sexually aroused by little girls. So there's a big difference between attraction, arousal. Okay, he's rarely aroused. That's not never. Okay, important point. And action. I tend to be more triggered when I see a little girl in a bathing suit or running around naked. We can't choose who we're sexually attracted to. And for whatever reason, I just feel that little girls are the most beautiful beings on the planet. There's something about their innocence, their purity, their just total open personality. The last time I found myself attracted to a child was last night on the airplane. She was a little under my age of attraction. Came by and caught my eye because I paid attention to her. She looked at me and smiled. I consider myself a virtuous pedophile, but I am not a child molester, and I'm not a sex offender. No, but you're one sick puppy. <clears throat> and if you've got those thoughts in your mind, thoughts eventually, inevitably lead to action almost 100% of the time. So keep that in mind. This is a battle that we need parents, as parents, as, as adults, as responsible citizens, as people of a civilized society that has moral and biological absolutes in order to maintain the rule of law and we have consequences for actions. This is a battle we need to fight. This is one that we need to absolutely be loud on and don't stop talking about it. Don't stop sharing it. Don't stop because they won't. If you stop, you may as well just give up and accept it. I refuse to accept it. Here's your none better take of the day. Tucker Carlson is a free man. He's no longer answerable or controlled by Murdoch or Paul Ryan. He can go about the country, move about the country freely, talk about what he wants freely. And I would, I would hope that um, wherever he ends up, I hope it's something where he maintains complete control complete creative control of what he is able to put out there. And, uh, and I think he will. I mean, he doesn't need Fox. He doesn't really need anybody. The guy has tons of money. He can go out there and do his own thing. I think if he started a podcast, he'd become bigger than Joe Rogan. Tucker Carlson is an American icon. Tucker Carlson is one of the most watched and followed media presences in, in generations. And there's a reason for that. He's, he's up front. He's on point. He's on topic. He's always on the current story, and he has a great delivery. He's, got, he's a gifted dude, man, and he's, he's works super hard and has worked super hard to get where he's at. And I think, that, I think he's going to be fine. I think that we should consider boycotting Fox. I don't, I don't subscribe to anything Fox. I don't even have a, a television in my house that's hooked up to anything. I search out my own news sources, okay? And so I'll watch things on YouTube sometimes, mostly Rumble. I'll go to Twitter. Twitter is a great source to search for news. You don't need Fox or NBC or MSNBC or CNN or any of the other alphabet legacy media outlets to get news. I prefer, rather than having an organization like that 
tell me what I'm allowed to think and only present to me what they want to present to me, I go out and find my own stuff. I look at foreign news sources. I look at the China Times. I'll read Al, Al Jazeera. Not U.S., but translated versions of, of the actual Al Jazeera. Because I'm capable of making up my own mind. I am a critical thinking being that is capable of ingesting information and coming to my own conclusions. I don't need Fox or MSNBC or CNN to tell me that. Anyway, Twitter's a great resource. Podcasts are a great resource. Go find your podcast. Follow and subscribe to your favorite one to support them. If you want to support this movement, you got to support the people who are out there putting their faces out there and their voices out there, even if they're amateurish. I, look, I'm, not, I'm no Tucker Carlson, but I'm out here trying to get information out. If I can get something out to a few people that didn't know what was going on or maybe they just you know like my background, I don't care. Maybe it's my hair. I don't really care. If I can get it out to a few people, mission accomplished, I'm doing something. And I think everybody needs to as well. And if your something is subscribing or following those who are putting their voices and faces out there, that's being part of the solution too. If your something is sending five bucks to a campaign that you support, that's doing something. Go to a school board meeting, give testimony, or just listen, but involve yourself in some way because if we don't, this country's done. Anyway, hey, thanks for, for watching and listening. If you're just listening on any of the podcast channels or Renegade Radio, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. Give a follow, give a subscription there. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything except a click of a button, okay? And, uh, and I'd appreciate it because it helps. It gets the algorithms going. It gets things out there more and all that. I'm on all the socials at the nun report except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can link into everything right there. One stop, one shot. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. <laughs>